Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Thunder fans, that is another victory for the Thunder, who are on a bit of a roll now, moving up to 14-7. and seven. I'm Stephen Dolan, and I am here tonight with, from Lawton, Oklahoma, Alex Roy. What's up, Alex? Return of Tupat. Return of Tupat. Return of Tupat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> hey man, return of Tupac. Return right. of Tupac. Any any day where you know Tupac can can resurrect his his season is a good day. He has risen. Yes, That's right. Yeah, man. He was like O for his last fourteen or something from so. three coming into the night. Yeah, it was it was bad. I mean, it was, <laughs> like I put I put a tweet out before this game and I was like, look, his his highlight of the season has been the blue and white scrimmage, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah man i mean i knew he was in a bad slump and then last game he had a like point blank layup and just barely even hit the rim with it so like it's it's nice to see some shots go in for him tonight uh when it comes when it comes to p pat i only want him shooting threes like i don't even want him going inside it's just, it's it's a crap shoot when he goes inside at least at least when he's shooting a three <laughs> there's at least a 30 something percent chance he's gonna make it but when he goes inside man I don't know if he gets. I don't know if he does. He just doesn't have touch around the rim, um, but it, it usually does not come out very positive for the Thunder. Yeah, I think he just might have had a case of the yips. You know, like he he was just missing everything because it was all in his head about it. But tonight, it seems like pretty much everybody had a good game, right? I mean, Russ mm. about had a triple double. Tupac played pretty good. Uh, they beat a bad team in the Atlanta Hawks, mm. 124 to 109 just like they're supposed to do, which is something that is becoming kind of a regular thing with this team. Something that wasn't the case last year and should be the case with any good team. So it's really nice to see them handle their business in games like this. Uh, Full disclosure to the listener, we're doing something a little bit different for this one. I, Stephen Dolan, your host, did not get to watch this game. (laughs) I'll watch it later. But we're going <laughs> to, I promise I'll watch it later, but we're going to do kind of a thing where as the audience avatar for anybody who didn't get to watch this game, I'm going to interview Alex Roy about this game. And Alex, you did watch this game, right? I That's did, true? yes. I watched most of it. Most okay, of it. cool. As long as, as long as one of us actually got to see the game, I think we can be pretty informed. And I'm just going to kind of bounce questions off of you and hopefully we get the audience all the information they need. So... In pursuit of that, 
let's hook up the TiVo. And look, audience, if, like me, you didn't get to watch the game, you don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. All right, so let's go ahead and get this started off. So the first quarter, um, the Thunder came out very energetic. I mean, it was it's one of those things where you have Atlanta coming out, and they're a young team, and young teams, for the most part, think that they can – you know, their, their strategy is to run, run and run. Um, and so, you know, they have this, you know, they have Trey Young. They have this athletic athletic team around him. They're not very good, but they are athletic. Um, and so they came out and they tried to run with the Thunder. They made a couple mistakes, and the Thunder made them pay almost every time. Um, Steven Adams was a beast the first four minutes of the game. He was grabbing nearly every rebound um, out there for him. I think he had like three or four offensive rebounds in the first three minutes of the game. Um, it almost seemed like he had three or four rebounds in just one possession there. Um, but <laughs> at about about four minutes into the game, the Thunder were up 13-5, to five, and it looked like it's going to be one of those games where they're cruising the whole way. But as we know in the mm-hmm. NBA, teams make runs. And so um, Atlanta responded back with an 8-0 run. Game was tied at 13, and then from that point on, it kind of became just a back-and-forth affair um, with Atlanta. Um let me see. Just eight zero run. They made a couple mistakes during that time. There was a couple turnovers. Um, Abdel Nader, Abdul Nader, got some minutes in, in the first quarter, which was some, completely surprising to me. Um, oh, did he? I saw that he had nine minutes. Uh, that some yeah. of those came in the first quarter. Some huh? of those came in the How first quarter. That? So let me let me tell wow. you about about his first possession. So the Thunder are taking it out, <laughs> and. Uh-huh. I guess he got confused. He didn't know whether he was supposed to screen a guy or whether he was supposed to kind of go out to the three-point line to get the ball. Um, but he was confused. Schroeder was confused. He started going out to screen Patterson's guy. Schroeder threw the ball at him and just threw it out of bounds. So it was it was like the guy finally gets some good rotation minutes in there. And the first play he's in there, you know, it's, it's, it's a confusion just, you know, fest. You know, he just messes up. Um, totally lost. Yeah, totally lost. But as far as the first quarter, uh, Schroeder, once he got in the game, he was in attack mode. I, I think he saw red uh, when he saw his old teammates, uh, his old team <laughs> out there. Um, and he literally was driving it into the lane every time he got the ball. Um, by the end of the first Good. quarter, he had seven points and two assists. Um, and he was just, you know, he was just doing what he does. He was getting in the paint and was just causing havoc when he got in there. Um, for Atlanta... This uh, this redheaded kid, what's his name? Werto, Werto. Uh, he's yeah, one of their yeah, rookies. Right. He was uh, which is kind of weird if you look at his name. Like I want to call him Herder, um, but they have uh, like uh, a Quarter. Yeah, is he Spanish? It's, that seems Hispanic. So it mean, does. You got the Puerto Rico shirt on right. I now. mean, I, yeah, I, I do have the Puerto Rico shirt on, but you know, he's a <laughs> he's a ginger. So there's not many of us out there like that, you know. So. I don't think he's Puerto Rican, but I think, you know, he may have some Spanish blood in him based on the pronunciation of his last name. Um, But he was active. He had five points. Uh, Trey Young, you could tell he was a little bit nervous out there at the at the early going, Uh, maybe playing through some nerves. He uh, he only had two points in that first quarter, one of one of four shooting. Um, And then Torreon Prince and uh, and John Collins, their activity um, helped Atlanta to kind of keep up with the Thunder after they went on that run. And by the end of the first quarter, it was 28-26 to 26 Oklahoma City. Yeah, and Trey Young ended the game actually with nine points on 15 shots, which has to feel pretty good for Dennis Schroeder. It's like, oh, this is the guy? This is the guy yeah. you're replacing me with? 
Yeah. Right. It's like uh, it's, it, he like 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 literally, like literally, Schroeder could just kind kind of go to half court and be like, "Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained?" <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's nice that you said though that that Schroeder was attacking the basket relentlessly because mm-hmm. frankly, with him, if he's not a catch and shoot on a three pointer, I want him in the paint. Yeah. You know, like stay away from the mid range. I know he likes that stay away from the off the dribble three-pointer like i'm not even interested in seeing you take those but mm. you get in the paint you get some of those floaters you get a kick out pass you get all the way to the rim like that's your golden zone you know like somebody needs to put that gold patch back in his hair and say this is the paint remember this gold <laughs> spot the paint get in there he just he, so, he just needs to get the gold patch back he still looks weird to me without the patch yeah, man. I thought it was coming back. I he so came too. out all flames with the blue wave and the, yeah. with the gold outline in his hair. And then he just went completely no color. Like, what's that about? Bring back some color into our lives, it, Schroeder. It, it, it almost seems like uh, him and uh, Clint Capella, they, they had a deal or something like that. Uh, and so if one guy has a gold patch, the other guy can't. And so now Capella has it maybe for a year and then maybe next year they switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's about right. Yeah. Uh, well, Capella's from Switzerland. I know they speak some German there. Maybe, maybe they, maybe it's something cultural. Maybe. But so, among the tools at my disposal as someone who didn't watch the game are the box score, mm-hmm. the stats, and the game flow off ESPN.com. So, just looking at that game flow, it looks like about midway through the second quarter, that's when the Thunder kind of started to pull away. Oh, yeah. What What was the catalyst for that run? So basically, so the Thunder and the Hawks started off the second quarter kind of, you know, even. They, it, they both scored seven points. Um, and then the catalyst was the guy in who we sang his praises at the beginning of this podcast, uh, to Pat, Patrick Patterson, mm-hmm. finally hit a three-pointer. I mean, he it looked kind of bad at the beginning of the first, at the second quarter because he, on one possession, he missed a dunk. They got the offensive <laughs> rebound, and then and then he missed the three pointer. So it oh, was no. it was exactly. Oh no, <laughs> it did not look good for him. Um, and I think he missed the three pointer in the first quarter too. So up to that point, he was about zero for three and not yeah. looking very good. Um, but he finally did hit that one three, and it seemed like that three just went ahead and took the lid off the basket. And the Thunder went on a very quick thirteen zero run. Um, it was. Patrick Patterson made the three, first three. Then Westbrook made a three. Um, Deontay Burton had a layup, and then Westbrook hit another three. And then PG right. came back and hit a, uh, a mid-range jumper just for good measure. And they had their 13-0 run right there. And past that point, Atlanta could not come back at any time during the game. So that was the point of the game that basically won the game, was was that run in the second quarter. Yeah, and, and that's pretty much what the game flow showed, with the exception of it looked like there was a little bit of a run by the Hawks in the third. Like they got it down to maybe 10 or th- yeah. 13, something around there. But yeah. that looked like about as close as it ever got up until the end where they kind of made a little garbage time run. I mean, you know, you, th- this is what the Thunder do. This is what the NBA does. I mean, the NBA, the they're humans, they're people. And the players are, are people, so whenever they get, you know, that big of a cushion, I think they went up by like 24 or 22 there in the third quarter. Uh, whenever they get that big of a cushion, they tend to take their foot off off the gas and not 
not necessarily try as hard defensively and not try as hard offensively. Um, and so you saw that happening in the third quarter uh, where – so Oklahoma City, they got up by 22. Yeah, so up to that point, Oklahoma City was up 74 to 52. Um, you know, they were they were hitting on all cylinders. I think they went – I think they started the fir- third quarter like up 9, nine to 2. Um, and then Atlanta, of course, goes on a 14-2 run uh, fueled by their big men. Um, so you had you had Collins, you had Deadman, Dwayne Deadman, um, and then you had Alex Lynn. When did Alex Lynn become a three-point shooter? Uh, I don't know, man. Like the <laughs> that's one of the things that kind of jumped out at me from the box score. Alex Lynn three for six from three-point range. I <laughs> like he was launching. I him, like even I even imagine him shooting one. I thought I thought that was Mike Muscala <laughs> out there. <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah. Or who was that? Who was that big bald Eastern European guy they had a couple years ago? I don't know. It wasn't Muscala, was it? But yeah, so so because of them, um, it wasn't because of them they were able to come back and do that fourteen two run, um, and then they got to within I believe it was uh, ten points, ten to twelve points, and then Abrinas hit it, hit his fifth three, uh, followed by Jeremy Grant hitting a three. Also, finally, Jeremy Grant did not have a very good game today, but he hit that three that kind of propelled them and helped neutralize this run uh, from the Hawks. Um, and then from that point on, really, it was the Thunder's game. I mean, there was there was no doubt about it. Um, there was a little a little tussle there in the uh, in the third quarter uh, near the Hawks bench where it was uh, Russell Westbrook and uh, Bembry, De- was it DeAndre Bembry, I think his name is. Uh, they were you know going for a ball and they kind of spilled into the the Hawks bench. And I don't know if Westbrook took offense to maybe some something somebody said or maybe some of the contact but he threw the ball towards the, the Hawks bench it didn't really hit anybody okay. no, <laughs> nobody was in danger of being injured um, but he immediately got a tech and I, he started jawing with uh with Vince Carter and then Vince Carter got a tech so you know old Vince <laughs> Carter didn't play a minute in the game but got a technical so but yeah that, that was basically the third quarter so does he get a does he get a minus one in the box score for that probably I don't, I don't see him. <laughs> No, he got a DMP coach's decision with no negatives. So all the five people on the court for that moment can thank yeah. thank him for a minus one there in the box go. score. <laughs> Just, it's interesting. I, I had no idea that any of that happened. Interestingly enough, they don't put Russ throwing the ball at the bench in the box score. They so don't? Nah. This, this is what I'm here for. This was, is the it, kind of information I'm here for. It was a good pass. You know, it was, it was, it was at the feet, but it was a good pass. <laughs> but, yeah, so – so by the end of the quarter, um, Atlanta they went on an eight-two run, um, and they brought it. They they brought it to within fifteen, heading into the fourth quarter. Yeah, it looks like Atlanta won that third quarter, thirty to twenty-five, which I found kind of interesting because lately the third quarter has been kind of the Thunder's calling card. Mm-hmm. But I guess when you're up by twenty going into that third quarter, it's hard to muster the same kind of intensity coming out of the locker room as you would otherwise. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then heading into the fourth, uh, so again, the Thunder got off to a quick start. Um, it was fueled by um, by Schroeder. Schroeder, you know, they scored the f- they, f- they scored the nine out of the first 11 points of the quarter, and all of them were either scored by or assisted by uh, Dennis Schroeder. So he did a great job mm-hmm. of getting that reserve unit started and going and just basically holding the game, you know, making sure the game was not in question at all for the rest of the game. 
Um, in that fourth quarter, they hit, I believe it was five three-pointers. Um, you know, Abrinas hit two of them. P-Pat hit one. No, oh, no, Abrinas hit two. Patrick Patterson hit two. Um, and then Schroeder had, had a three-pointer. Um, and then also eight points by Noel in that fourth quarter. So that fourth quarter, you know, they didn't, they didn't lay down. They didn't, um, they, they kept the foot on the gas. And, you know, even though Atlanta scored 33 points in that quarter, the Thunder also scored 33. Uh, so final margin, 124 to 109, Oklahoma City. Yeah, man. I mean, if New Orleans Noel was putting up eight points in the fourth quarter, maybe he went and had himself a bit of a hot dog in the locker room at halftime, get <laughs> he, some energy up, you know? Well deserved. It's well deserved. No question. You know, <laughs> the, there wouldn't, the owner wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> no, it's about how you perform after you eat the hot dog that counts. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Having the information I have, I'm able to throw some stats out. So I'm going to do a little bit of a stats rundown now, now that we're finished with hooking up the TiVo for the Thunder fans. Uh, so, like we said, basically everybody had a good game. Russ had 23 points on 15 shots, 10 assists, 9 rebounds. Came up just one rebound short of taking over the sole possession of the third all-time triple-double spot ahead of Jason Kidd. But that'll be soon to come. It's mm. not like we're biting our biting our nails over if, if he's gonna pass Jason Kidd. You yeah. know, like <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna it'll it'll <laughs> happen sooner rather than later. Um Paul George had twenty points on fourteen shots, three assists and eighteen points on fifteen shots, not excellent efficiency, but pretty good outpoint output for a backup and he added eight assists, I will say. He also had a game high plus twenty on the night that's, so that's, that kind of speaks to that, that, how that was Schroeder just just looking at his old team and just successful to bench coming out for blood yeah right that's right um the trio of Nerlens Noel Patrick Patterson and Alex Abrinas I thought was really noteworthy just because I know Alex actually started this game but those are typically three reserves mm -hmm. that we would like to have good output from uh, like you said, Nerlens lit it up in the second half. He ended up with 14 points and seven rebounds, three steals, and two blocks. Uh, just really locked down on defense when he's in there. Patrick Patterson with the redemption game, 13 points, three of eight from the three-point range, which isn't awesome, but, hey, man, that's 37.5%. Like, we'll take it. That's, that's awesome. That's his career average. I mean, that's you – know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Three for eight, fine. Good. Yeah. Uh, and then Alex Abrina's 21 points on 7 for 11 from 3-point. Now that's which awesome. Which is nice to see that contrasted with his 1 for 8 from the last game. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you balance those out. <laughs> and it's 8 for 19, and, that, and that's great. <laughs> but mm -hmm. He had a good two games. <laughs> uh, I will say, like, in reference to what you said about Jeremy Grant, where you said he didn't have a great game, I believe you. I didn't watch the game. But... He had five points and three rebounds and one assist, but he only played 27 minutes. Mm -hmm. And he was one for three from three. Like, I don't know, like in, in small minutes and one for three from three, like if that's a bad game for him, we've really stumbled into a great role play. Like when's the last time he didn't score double digits in a game? I think it's, it's been, been like 16 games. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, come on, you know? Like, well, that's I mean, so good. Like, and, the fact that this is a bad game for him is remarkable. Yeah, and you got to remember, so at the beginning of the season, we kind of knew or we kind of figured that the power forward position would be platooned by Jeremy Grant and Patrick Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, over the last, you know, let's say 17, 18 games, uh, Jeremy Grant has taken that mantle and kind of run with it. Um, and he hasn't really looked back as far as Patrick Patterson. So it's good to see a game where Jeremy Grant didn't necessarily have a stellar game after having 21 points in the last game, um, but Patrick Patterson stepped up and had a good game himself. Yeah, and Patterson played 21 minutes in this game, which I believe is the most he's played in a while, and I think a lot of those, like I think he might have played the whole fourth quarter, or at least most of it. Most of it, yeah. Um, so that's, I think, a credit to Billy Donovan, recognizing a guy who has been in a slump and needs to shoot his way out of it mm-hmm. and just being like, go out there and get some shots up and get some running and play a little bit. Um, the last person whose stats I want to mention, I mean, we talked a little bit about Abdul Nader. We, we haven't talked about Timothy Luawu Cabarro. Uh, he got two minutes. I assume that was garbage time. Garbage. Considering he's a minus seven. Yeah, um, but Deontay Burton didn't put up noteworthy stats. Two points, one for two shooting, one rebound, one assist, one block, three turnovers. That's not great, but he played 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I know, like, with the score the way it was, he probably got a lot of run at the end, but yeah. Well, I mean, 20 no, minutes, man, you the, know, they, I, they believe in him. They do. They, they do believe in him. It, it'll be very interesting to see, you know, how – his minutes kind of shake down once Ferguson gets back into the lineup. And 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 Hami, Hami was available for today's game, um, but he didn't play. Yeah, right, you know, right. it, it, there was no reason for him to play. You know that he didn't he he wasn't at shoot around. So I guess he's healthy enough to play, uh, but they chose to kind of hold him out because they didn't really need him for this game. Um, but yeah, it was it was really surprising when they declared that he was available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but yeah. it, it would have been a little bit more surprising to see them actually test that ankle against the Hawks. So, What's so, the point? So let me right. ask you let me ask you this. Now you know now, now I'm I'm turning the tables on you um and I'm asking you a question. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> when you saw the reaction, when you saw, you know, what his leg looked like uh uh-huh. whenever he did, you know, suffer that leg injury and you, you saw uh-huh. the stretcher coming out, you saw everybody damn near in tears. <laughs> and, and and we just realized that it's a sprained ankle. He's a little bit yeah. of a, a little bit of a drama king. I mean, <laughs> like I don't know if that was his first sprained we'll look, we'll look, sprained we'll ankle in his life, but dang, bro! I mean, <laughs> you suffer, Dan. You know, you suffer. You suffer a near death experience, and you're back on the court. You know, five days later. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look. Whenever I saw it live, and they showed that one replay from in front of him, mm-hmm. and you could you could see that ankle turn. And then he fell back, and it looked like kind of a position where you would stretch your thigh out, right? Like if you lay on the court and you stretch it out, putting it behind you. Yeah. So, like, immediately when I saw that replay, what I tweeted was, looks like a rolled ankle. Yeah. But then but then the stretcher came out. Well, yeah. Like, and, they put a, and they put a sleeve around his leg. Exactly. And they showed all the Warriors players shading their <laughs> eyes, like like for the Gordon Hayward injury. Yeah, I know. Right? Just like, like, oh my God, the stress. You know, what, stress of what, this injury. Westbrook was about to cry. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man, it did look like it. 
I mean, so little, it, at that point, I started to doubt my my diagnosis. Your initial assessment, right? So, right yeah, <laughs> um, but I think you might have a point. Like, there's there's a <laughs> man, there's a chance. Like, all you're seeing people say is that he's made of rubber, right? Or that yeah. he's he's Wolverine and then he heals super fast. But maybe he just pulled a little bit of a Paul Pierce. What do you think exactly. about that? No, not exactly, man. That's that's the best example that I can I can you know, he didn't come back he in the same over game. The wheelchair. <laughs> is this they brought is the, this something that we they brought, can we maybe put this leaving Paul Pierce out of this, can we maybe <laughs> put this at the feet of Big Blue Nation? Yeah, there you go. BBN. Watch out now. They brought a gurney yeah, out. Man. Like the man was it was they going into surgery. Out. Yeah, the, the man was going into the surgery right there on the on the floor. I mean, <laughs> come on now. And and he was in the locker room after the game, so it's not like he was that that injured. I and know. I mean, like, I don't know. Like Anthony Davis has been hurt all the time. You know, like we got Boogie Cousins just perennially perennially struggling yeah. with something. Well, I mean, even Julius Randle, Julius Randle, his rookie season, one game in, broke his leg, out for the season. Yeah, man. I mean, and you you follow Calipari even all the way back to Memphis, and you know who he coached there, right? Who? Mister Mister, I want to go to Mister, I want to go to board meetings when I'm old. Who's that? Derrick Rose. Really? Yeah, Calipari at Memphis, Derrick Rose. That's oh what got him the Kentucky job. I completely, I completely like, forgot about his run at at uh, at Memphis. I think we can, I think we can chalk this up to the kind of the kind of player Calipari recruits. It's, I mean, let's maybe, they, let's maybe not, they got a little bit of diva in them. Let's not what go too think? far. I mean, we Noel. Ah, no one's Noel. He got his he got his glasses smacked into his face and <laughs> had to leave for a half. <laughs> You know, <laughs> hey, that BBN, some, something about that Kentucky bluegrass just makes you know legs weak or something like that. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it's know. maybe it's the cows that eat the bluegrass that then you know get slaughtered and you t- you eat the hamburgers in Kentucky and then it just completely messes with the calcium density in your in your bones. There you go. I I've think, solved it. You know, we can go ahead and move on. I think Calipari just likes him a diva. There you go. That's maybe what I think. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, so now that we've established that Hamadou Diallo <laughs> was a was a drama is king, a little bit of a little bit of a drama king. That's right. <laughs> Are you listening, Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> this is your doing, Dylan. <laughs> now that we've established that, um, and I think we've covered most of the stats from the game, I think it's time. To move on to your favorite unit from the game, Alex. We're supposed to be a unit. Supposed to be a unit. So my favorite unit of this game um, was a four-man unit of Dennis Schroeder, Alex Abrinas, Patrick Patterson, and uh, Nerlens Noel. They started the fourth quarter, and they solidified um, the game from that point on. Like From that point on, that 9-2 run at the beginning of the fourth quarter um, – you know, locked the game down for the Thunder. They were going to win regardless of whether they had a, a breakdown, whether they had a, you know, just didn't make any shots after that. Um, they were going to win this game after that run. Um, so, you know, shouts out to them. They're the unit of the game. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, Alex Sabrinas, Patrick Patterson, Nerlens Noel. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool because 
once everybody's healthy, not including Andre Robertson, who we've been kind of avoiding. He had a setback in his injury. He's going to be out at least six more weeks. That's when he's going to be reevaluated. It could be much longer than that. Mm -hmm. I've kind of, I don't know how you feel about it, but I've kind of shifted my thought process to assuming he's out for the year and I'm going to take it as a gift if he comes back. What yeah. do you think about that? No, I agree. You know, yeah. And I mean, like, you know, I, I've heard some people on Twitter saying, you know, there comes a point around probably February, like after the All-Star break, if he's still not back, that you just kind of shut him down for the year. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't think so. Yeah. I think if, if you can get him around yeah. March, you know, you can go ahead and give him at least 15 to 20 games where he could work himself back in. And But, I mean, outside of that, we're still the number one defensive team in the mm-hmm. league. You know, so I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how Oklahoma City wants to, how the front office wants to approach this. Um, it, it's it's kind of it's it's a weird thing. You know, it's a weird thing, and I, I hope he just gets healthy. Well, here's the thing. I think the Thunder fan base is kind of spooked a little bit by how long it took to integrate Carmelo Anthony into the lineup. Right, yeah. like it, it it took at least two months. It, it really took the whole season, and it never happened. Mm-hmm. So. I think the Thunder fan base looks at that and is like, oh, you can't just add a player and expect him to fit right in. But I don't really think that's the case with Andre Robertson. Like, he's not the kind of guy, you're not looking to get him touches. Mm -mm. You know, like, you're not molding the offense around him. He's going to fit in. He's going to cut to the basket slash, be in the dunker spot, and he's going to play good defense. So, like, I think you plug him in and and they figure that out in a couple weeks. Well, I mean, the only thing that really worries me about Robertson and and now you know if he were to come back his fit with the team is that with Jeremy Grant out there Jeremy Grant kind of does what Robertson used to do as the you know de facto four out there um, setting screens and rolling to the basket and and things like that like I think Jeremy Grant is more of like a hybrid of that um, and he's able to hit threes so you know I I, I I, I worry about his place, especially on the offense, uh, when he does come back, because I think this team has kind of shifted. You know, they they've they got a core that's very defensive, number one, um, and that's able to play good offensively, mm-hmm. number two. And so, I, I don't know if there's a place on this team for him. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting point. Um, but last time I checked. Jeremy Grant was actually the leading three-point shooter on this entire team. So maybe that lineup will work out just fine. But we're kind of bleeding into topics that we're going to have to discuss in a segment we never like to do on the next weekly podcast, which will come out in the next couple of days. Yeah. Um, the I Can't Feel My Legs segment, which... Uh, yeah, we just prefer never to have to do it, but we've had to do it too many times already early in this Thunder season, mostly because they keep rolling their ankles. But moving on to our last little segment, we're going to give the Academy Award for Player of the Game. All right, so for Player of the Game, so this this was actually a game where... Um, a lot, you know, the the Thunder were very efficient in this game. You don't usually see that with the Thunder, um, and mm-hmm. so almost everybody on the floor was efficient. The team literally shot a fifty forty ninety uh, tonight, uh, which, oh. when it comes to the Thunder, that's that's extremely rare. 
Um, so instead of just doing the the same old, same old, Russell Westbrook, he had a great game. Paul George, he had a great game. I want to kind of go ahead and kind of celebrate a couple guys who they get a lot of they get a lot of flack for when they don't perform that well. Um, and they don't get enough credit when they do perform very well. So um, I want to go ahead and give the Academy Award for Player of the Game, Players of the Game, to Alex Abrinas mm-hmm. and to Patrick Patterson. I was going to give it also to Dennis Schroeder, um, but again, he's one of these guys that they perform well usually night to night, and they don't get enough enough flack whenever they don't do as well as they usually do. Um, so I am giving it to Alex Abrinas, Patrick Patterson. They found their shot. You know, they, they were combined – I believe it was Abrinas was seven of eleven, and Peepat was yep. three of eight. Um, so ten for three for eight. That? Yeah, so that's ten ten for nineteen. Ten for nineteen, which is well over fifty percent, and which is something that if the Thunder if the Thunder got that kind of production every night, uh, I think we would be undefeated right now. Um, so, <laughs> Academy Award for Player of the Game goes to Peepat. And El Senor, Alex Abrinas. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? That'll <laughs> <laughs> be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think that's a good call. And um, all due respect to Dennis Schroeder, I think he won this award a couple times this season already, just based on keeping the team afloat while Russell Westbrook was out. So... Yeah, I think Alex Abrin is coming off a one for eight performance, and Patrick Patterson coming mm-hmm. off an zero for infinity. Over the last six games, yeah, basically. Yeah, like I, I think the bounce back from them. I don't know, like you know me, I've been saying all along that these numbers are going to level out, mm-hmm. and that these players who aren't shooting well are going to hit their averages. They just will, or or, or at least they're going to shoot their averages from this point going forward i I do Uh, i I do i do kind of want to give you some props um because um i'll take them yeah of course yeah so you you put out a tweet a couple days ago uh in response to to patrick patterson's struggles and you were like look yeah he does this every year so i went I, i went today and i looked at his last three years um, so, yeah. so this month was not a very good month for Patrick Patterson. He he shot twenty six. He saw he shot twenty six point three percent outside of this game. Um, and so I looked at the last three years. So in two thousand fifteen sixteen, in January he shot twenty five point eight percent. He went on to shoot thirty six point two for the entire season. Um, yeah. two thousand sixteen seventeen in February he shot twenty six point three percent. He went on to shoot 37.2 for the season. And then last <laughs> season with the Thunder in February, February, January and February seemed to be bad months for him. Uh, but in February, he shot 27.6%. He went on to shoot 38.6 total for the entire season. And so, you know, hopefully this was the breakout game uh, for Patrick Patterson to get back to what he does, get back to, to his normal form. Yeah, man, and I I hadn't looked up those stats. Thanks for looking them up for me. I just I just know he has this reputation for going cold for long stretches. Now, 0-4 for six games yeah. is 
a, a, bit, a pretty ridiculous stretch. A bit even much. for him. That's icy, icy cold. But it happens all the time. He's a notoriously streaky player, and yet his averages always level out to being pretty good. So we can look forward to some pretty good months if these trends hold, which they seem pretty regular. So I, I yeah. see no reason why they wouldn't. But yeah, I, I think it's appropriate to make he and Abrinas the players of the game because if they can produce like they did tonight, then this is going to be a really hard team to beat yes. all the way through the rest of the season. So do you, do you have anything else from this game you want to say? No, I just uh, hope we take some of this mojo on the road with us for the next couple games. There we go. All right. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed this kind of interesting thing we did tonight. <laughs> I hope you got all the information you needed. Sorry for not being prepared, but we thought this might be a little bit fun. Uh, so with that said, make sure you check out the weekly pod, which is going to come out. In the next couple days, we record that over the weekend. Um, in the meantime, you can find this pod and the rest of our pods at OKC Topic Thunder on Twitter. You can find us on thunderousintentions.com for the recaps. On Now that's thunderbasketball.com for all the podcasts. You can find us on iTunes. If you're doing that, please subscribe and give us a good rating and leave a positive review. You know what? Or a negative review, like... But if you're going to do that, really, just hit us up on Twitter because we want to be coached, but make it <laughs> make it a temporary, you know. Don't be too harsh. You don't need to, you don't need to stick that on our <laughs> iTunes page. But, but we'll take the coaching, but, you know, hit us up personally. We, we'll appreciate it. Definitely. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And as always, thunder up. Thunder up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.